A member of the U.S. Air Force sets himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. And AT&T is apologizing to its customers for last week's outage by offering a credit to their accounts. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Monday, February 26th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. In an apparent protest against Israel's operations in Gaza, a man set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington. The U.S. military now confirming that man is an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force. Authorities saying the incident occurred around 1 p.m. on Sunday, with officers from the Secret Service extinguishing the fire. The man was taken to the hospital in critical condition, suffering life-threatening injuries. The man was said to be live streaming on the social platform Twitch. At one point in the video, which has since been taken down from the site, the man said he would no longer be complicit in genocide. He then yelled, free Palestine, while setting himself on fire. The incident comes as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the country's military has presented a plan to its war cabinet for evacuating civilians from areas of fighting in the Gaza Strip, as Israel is expected to target the border city of Rafah. Netanyahu saying that could be delayed if a deal is reached to release the hostages being held by Hamas. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky gave a glimpse into the toll his country is facing after two years of war with Russia. On Sunday, Zelensky confirming 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed since the Russia-Ukraine war began in 2022, saying, quote, this is a big loss for us. He did not disclose the number of injured or missing, saying that would give Russia crucial information. The number is a fraction of what U.S. officials believe the death toll to be. American officials this past summer suggested close to 70,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed. Zelensky says it is not known how many civilians have been killed. While Russia provides few details on its losses, a U.S. intelligence report in December estimated that 315,000 Russian troops had been killed or wounded in Ukraine. With the deadline to avert a government shutdown looming, President Biden plans to meet with congressional leaders on Tuesday at the White House. Administration officials saying the president will discuss the urgency to pass the government funding bill before the March 1st deadline. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Mike Johnson are among the lawmakers invited to the meeting. Biden also plans to discuss the $95 billion national security bill that passed the Senate earlier this month that would provide aid to Ukraine, Israel and other U.S. foreign allies. Next stop in the 2024 presidential race will be Michigan's primary on Tuesday. President Joe Biden is expected to win on the Democratic side as Republican frontrunner former President Donald Trump looks to continue his winning streak after his landslide victory in South Carolina this past Saturday. Despite losing by about 20 percentage points in her home state, Nikki Haley has vowed to stay in the race through Super Tuesday on March 5th, when more than a dozen states will hold their elections. Haley, however, is losing a mega donor in the process. A political network financed by billionaire Charles Koch announced it would continue to endorse Haley, but no longer be spending money on her campaign. 
AT&T announced yesterday that some customers impacted by last week's cell phone service outage will receive a $5 service credit. Last Thursday's outage lasted more than seven hours and affected over 70,000 users, the company told employees in a letter. AT&T explained the outage was due to a technical error while the company worked to expand its network, rolling out the possibility of a cyber attack. The credit does not apply to AT&T business, prepaid or Cricket wireless services. The $5 credit could take two bill cycles to take effect. Finally this morning, as the sports world counts down the days until the start of March Madness, some are calling for one type of madness to end, storming the court. When college basketball fans celebrate their team's win by jumping out of the stands and running onto the court as the buzzer sounds. Players and coaches are sounding off on the dangers of this tradition after Duke's Kyle Filipowski injured his ankle when Wake Forest fans ran onto the court this past weekend, bumping into the Blue Devils star player as he was trying to walk off. After the game, Duke's coach raised the issue of banning court storming. Wake Forest athletic director saying he expressed sincere regret to Duke officials in a post-game conversation saying event staff and security must do better. Filipowski taking to social media saying this has got to change. This incident comes just weeks after Iowa's Caitlin Clark fell to the ground as Ohio State fans stormed their court. These are your top stories for this Monday. Unbiased, straight facts, that's Straight Arrow News. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.